Welcome to the Toffee TV podcast. I believe we're on to episode 15. 15? I don't think it really matters, but yeah. we're here to talk about... It's an episodic series. It's Is it? throughout time, yeah. Are we like... Are we gonna... well, maybe we'll get a second series. Maybe, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> I think we need to up the game a little yeah, bit. We yeah. need to get, like, uh, what was it, cereal? Not, not like, breakfast cereal. I was say, what, we Peter Pitt? cereal, no? No, not listen podcast. Not listen to any other podcast. No, not really. I listen to some football ones every now and again, but not really. Andy, what 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 podcast do you listen to? All football ones. Just all football. Uh, I like Malcolm Gladwell's um, revisionist history. That's like what like he looks back at things in history that people have. What's the words? Looked at and you know assumed to be something, but it's not. It's quite good. I like history. Revisionist history. That sounds like things that happen on Merseyside. The football (laughs) teams. Sounds a little bit. Uh, yeah, well, I'm still listening to Broken Record, which is by the same fella. That looks like the golden Sounds, like, sounds uh, like this podcast. Yeah, they talk about they talk about albums like and great albums about time and like we had one with uh, Nile Rogers and it was great. He was telling how he came up with the tune for uh, David Bowie's Let's Dance. It was good. I like the fact that you did the motion there for a guitar, <laughs> which they won't say. Yeah. Like what that. I liked was the fact he said he only listens to football podcasts and, and then went off history yeah. and musical ones. No, they, they, well, apart from that, I listen to all the football podcasts. Yeah. But I don't want to give them any press because we've got our own. No, no, that's fine. That's it's fine. fine. Like, other podcasts are available. Well, yeah, well, there's a lot of other podcasts. It is. No, that's, it's it's not a problem that other people listen to podca- other podcasts because that's good. Because some. If you're listening to other podcasts, it means you'll listen to this as well. It's a it'll roll in unless you've only got time for one. Then make it us. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, some people will go on and say there's too many podcasts, but, but there can't be too many of anything. There can't be can't there can't be too many cereal. Cereal's amazing. The first series is great. The second and third are weird, but I like the third one. I didn't like the second one, but the I did like the third one. one. The third one was really good. Patriotism. The, no, no, the third one. The third one was a. The second one was about the the guy in the in the army guy, and the third one was about the the court. In um, I think it was Ohio. I think yeah, it was yeah. really good. The first one was amazing. No, but that kid. Side, yeah. Oh, that was that was brilliant. Baz is just listening. He doesn't know. I'm Basically, the first se- first series was yeah. about it's huge. A lad who's be who got done for murder in America. Okay, and they and ha- he didn't do it. They, well, they they're saying there's loads of evidence that points to he didn't do it, and but they won't give him a, it's re- a split. 50, they won't 50. give him a, uh, they won't give him a retrial. They won't give him a retrial. Um, so. It's just dead interesting, really, really interesting. It was the when first case, didn't it? They use cell towers to put positions. Yeah, there. what's interesting about it is it's like the police only get a certain amount of time to basically look over all these cases. There's yeah. Yeah, yeah, lo- yeah. loads and loads and loads of murder cases, and they basically just go, Yeah, you looks good. You're, you're, you're guilty. You know, you'll basically, do. you'll do. Whereas they went through the actual the evidence, and then they were like, no, he's, he's actually probably not guilty. But again, it's like we haven't got time to have Marita. Yeah. So, so lads. So, and yet in the third, take series, it on the chin, lad. In the third yeah. series, because uh, it was about this court, and it, every episode was about a different thing. Mm. Basically, no one ever goes to court because they always just pl- either plead out or they come to an agreement. Mm. Because it's like it costs so much money. To, and they say, but what they're saying is, is that loads of innocent people end up having to do some kind of jail time or have some kind of record mm. simply because they can't afford lawyers um, so they give them one or because um, they they think well I'm going to get caught I'm going to get dumped anyway because yeah. the system's against me so I might as well plead to a lesser charge mm. and take that and it's just they're basically saying that the whole system's rigged against poor, poor normal people it's, it's like the Premier League it's horrendous isn't it? yeah. very much like VAR Um <laughs> Yeah. So, what are we talking about? Steve Walsh did an interview with the Athletic, didn't he? Rob Tanner. He did. He did the wonderful Athletic. Yeah. Um, it was, yeah. It was a very. It was a. Obviously, it was a very Leicester heavy. Article. Yeah, there's only a little bit about Evan. I think there's a reason for that. I think he might have signed something. Yes, I do. Because he yeah. said eighteen Except months on, he refuses to speak in detail. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that. Is Keith Wines' deal still going? I don't know. I didn't know he had a deal. I don't know legally if we can say he's got a deal. <laughs> Maybe not. Steve Walsh said uh, <laughs> that he was reluctant to speak about Redacted it. Redacted said. Black line, black line, black line, black line. Said President Trump. basically that there was three transfers he had lined up, didn't he? Mm. Uh, one of which was uh, Ergie Haaland, which was laughable because he probably didn't. But the other two, uh, Ari Maguire and uh, Andy Robinson, which mm. I think were at the time, weren't they? Mm. I think Andy Robinson was available quite cheap. He went to Liverpool for £10 million, didn't he? Mm. It's if easy only, in hindsight to say that though, because if they were bad players, you wouldn't mention them. If only he? someone had told them at the time to sign them. Yeah. If, I mean, Everton apparently made contract with Hull in the January when Marco Silva was the manager. Funnily enough, 
Um, but wouldn't pay eight and a half million, I think it was, in January. Uh, and he had another couple of clubs, Robertson, turned the other clubs down, then turned Everton down, Everton had pulled out apparently. So, so, so obviously they were looking at something at that stage, but he was saying he'd had a deal lined up with the pair of them for 20 million, him and Harry how, Maguire. How ridiculously short sighted is that, though? That, you know, we the knew, next summer. We knew Baines was. We knew Baines. We knew Baines. Listen, you only have to. You look at his passport, and you know how old he is, so you know 16, he's coming to the end 16, of his career. 15, 16, you could see mm. you starting. You could see a player in the Premier League. Robinson, I, I, I really liked Robinson when he was a whole. He was just one of those. Doing the last few years, he was one of those players who just. who it, maybe because of where he was playing, people didn't think he was he was good enough. I, I really thought he was a good player. Mm. He's um, an Evans, he was an Everton type of player, and, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and we knew. Baines was coming to the end, so I can't quite understand why why Everton wouldn't have gone for it, especially considering we started that season with only one recognised left back, mm. Martina, and okay, Luke Garbutt, who was was never getting a, was garbage. Never, oh, sorry, garbage was never going to get a go, and it just seems again the whole thing that comes out of this is what were the priorities that summer. It, it just, it just. Well, you, the problem is using logic. Am I? Is that, that the that's, problem? That you don't want to do that with that. No. no, because foresight. Probably Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> I was thinking Steve. No, foresight. Everton until relatively recently, Marcel Brands were the people like the fact that he's looking much into the future rather than mm. the present. Ever, we never really had that. If you think about it, you know, we had the Moise years, which were hand to hand. Even Martinez never, re- never really had money because we had obviously the Lukaku year. We didn't alone. have money on them. And then, the mm. well, he spent money on two. No, but people forget that. No, no, what I would say is that people do forget that actually Martinez didn't have that much money. No, Lukaku Once the Lukaku investment. money had gone, yeah. that was it. There wasn't much else. But that was one of the best investments ever, yeah. ever made because you knew you were getting a double as price within a couple of seasons. Yeah. Of good. But apart from that, no. So we were living year to year, hand to mouth, and then. When Machiri came in that first summer, we didn't really spend that much money the first summer. We got Blassi, Garner, and who else was that? was about it, wasn't it? Wasn't much else that first summer because we still had Bonner. Blassi, Garner, That was Stones money, wasn't it, really? Because mm. we sold Stones that mm. summer. And then, so, really, when Walsh came in, even still, the manager's attitude was still short term because I think we all know that Ronald Koeman thought he was bigger than ever when he stepped through the yeah, door. Yeah, of course he was. And then he, when he bought Premier yeah. League players so he could get six, just so he mm. said, I got six. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't. No, he didn't. To be fair, But he got us in Europe. Yeah, he got seven, to be fair. And then we what a guy. played in Europe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so for Evans didn't have any foresight, yeah. For years, not just myself, loads of people were saying, Baines, mm. you need to start grooming someone. And... We didn't, and then luckily, you know, thank God we got Lucas Dean. But you know, it's you don't always have that luck. No, and you, but you tie this into you tie this into the Davy Classen interview as well. Yeah, which uh, which was done by Greg, and he's talking about you know he signed and he had this idea. He was given this idea of what he was going to be. You know, I don't think he would have been a number ten, but he we wouldn't have had a number ten. We would have had a box to box midfielder playing probably in the eight role. And he was thinking, right, I'm ready for the next challenge. And he knew it was going to be tough. And he says in the interview, everyone was stronger than him. He knew. But then he said, "Would they bring in Wayne Rooney and they bring in Gilfie Sigurdsson?" And you're like, and then you read what you read that about Walsh, and you're thinking, "Who's in charge of this club? Who's running the transfer side of things? Who's pulling the strings?" And that's what I'm saying. Like, we needed a left back this that summer, so why didn't we sign a left back? We needed two centre backs, not one centre back. We didn't even want. We needed two, mm. and we we signed Keane. But we needed. Imagine if we'd gone out and bought Keane and Maguire. We know that. God, what a centre half pair. We know. <laughs> That the person doing Harry Maguire's deal still came back to Everton on the yeah. day that he signed for Leicester, saying it's seventeen million. Do you want him? Because he wants to come to Everton, and Everton said no. And then we're what talking a year later, eleven months later, United offered eighty million for him, and it was turned down or seventy-five million. Mourinho, you know, when he goes this next summer for eighty-five million, so you you do have to question for seventeen million quid. 17 million and I'm not anyone who's watched this or listened to us knows that I'm not a big Harry Maguire he's fan I think he's alright but he's, yeah. he's been in the Premier League so for 17 million quid providing he was alright you're making money on him so it's was short sighted yeah. again well yeah and you, you think you look at you know Michael Keane he's had what one good one really like, what, good season of Everton the other two mm. st- he's 
struggled. He came from a system that didn't suit him when he came to. He came from a low box system. We tried to play yeah. you know, high line. You look at Harry Kane. You know, sorry, Harry Kane, Harry Maguire, mm. who came from a more open system. Well, he probably would have fit Everton much better than Michael mm. Keane. Yeah. Think about it. And Left he's, footed. He's, he's, more he's more of he's more of he's more of an Everton player. Yes, he's, he's a, more he, he's, got a, he's got that toughness as well. Leadership. Yeah. He's always the reason why I, I liked him more than Keane was. I always thought he was a leader. Mm. All right, you. Football wise, in terms you can say, you know, if you don't fancy him or not, mm. but you, there's a reason why Maguire has become the player he has, and it's because of that leadership yeah, yeah. side of him. Mm. You can see it in him. Well, he doesn't shake, does he? He doesn't shake the challenge. He doesn't, he, he looks like he can. All right, I, I've got massive issues with he can't, he thinks he can play and he can't. He, people no, he does. He people run off him and he doesn't see them run off him and stuff like that, but he'll have a go for you. He's big and strong. So I seventeen millions no, was a no brainer for me at that time and Before particularly yeah. knowing knowing that he was offered again on the same day that he went there is so annoying to me and it's you see I, I look up I looked at the Walsh thing. Me and Pat done something for a video actually about it and you look at the one hand saying one one side saying this and the other side like Walsh is contradicting something that he was very much in the middle of going I offered these players Everton these players and he didn't take them and yet on this side we're spending 45 million which is something Klassen said when in sport was it him Sigurdsson. or was it the manager then because no, but it, no yeah. that's how the director of football and he even said mm. this in the interview is that he he thought he'd be shaping Everton's entire um, I'm not even I'm not really defend Steve Walsh but he said he thought he'd be shaping the, the Everton's sort of football inside and he didn't mm. Mm. And I think Ronald Koeman obviously wanted certain players, and he wanted certain players uh, like William Jose, for example. We were linked heavily with him, yeah. And I think Koeman, time, t- yeah, Koeman turned them down because he wanted Olivier Giroud, which mm. obviously never came. So that's why I haven't mentioned the season with Wayne Rooney and Donald Calvert Lewin mm. as the strikers that season. And then we also he also wanted who else? Did he wanted someone else to say, oh, who was it? It was Harry Maguire, wasn't it? Sorry, mm. and Andy, Andy Robinson, but. <sighs> I, I don't know. I think that you've got to, you got you can't buy players. The manager doesn't want it because you look at Sandro. I don't think Cumin wanted Sandro. Now people go, well, he was rubbish. Cumin anyway. went to watch him though. He did, but he scored. But he didn't play though. If you look at the, as soon as he had one bad game, Sandro, it wasn't like Sandro had ten chances. It was like a couple of games. And I'm not saying Sandro would have ever been good for Everton, but for, for seven million as a second or third striker, he wasn't that bad. Let's be honest. Here. We've seen worse than Everton. Who man he has? Mm. You know, I know Young has scored. Don't be wrong, but it. I, and I think the thing with Niasta was physically yeah, he was Premier, more yeah. suited to the yeah, Premier Yeah, I'm not saying it? I think Sandro's ever going to turn out to be a good player. I just mm. think that I think that he was the, the, his confidence was quite but sharp. What I would say about that season is we started the season. He started it in a way, you know. Rooney was up front and Sigurdsson was mm, off the left, left and Klassen was in the middle and Garner. Well, like Klassen said though, right? Yeah. No, no, but the, you know, one against Stoke, they yeah. got through and he beat Stoke. But what he did do very quickly, Cumin, was he lost where he was going oh, incredibly yeah, quickly. Yeah. So by game four or five, he he'd lost the plot. Yeah. And I don't know why. Why was it? Why? For someone who was so assured. Don't forget, I quest, I remember this questioning them on here after the United defeat and we got beat 4 0. And he was yeah. asked about Everton challenging for the top six. And all previous season, he'd said, next season, we're going to be going for the top four. After United beat us 4 0. The, the press were like, "Are you still confident you can challenge for the top six? And he was like, "That was never the, the case. That was never that we're nowhere near." And you're like, "Hang on, all season, first season, you've said it's next season for the top six and the top four next season. We get to that summer spend 150 million quid, and you're telling me now that it's still not this season. It's next season, mm. maybe. Where did that thinking come from? Watching us." No, but also the problem is as well. No, but well, yeah, yeah. you look at the Probably. team the previous season, right? And then you go into the next season. You, so we signed Balassi. Well, I, I don't think he was ever a good signing himself because he didn't have great time. Probably did all right when he played. He did okay. Well, you know when he played. He started the season. So well. you got Balassi who's quick. Mm. Yeah, Barkley who could dribble, could yeah. take a pass, could run. Lukaku was quick. So you had a bit of pace in the side. Cumin then changed this, and then in the summer we became this really slow physical side that would challenge Mourinho's 2004 Chelsea team quite well actually. But mm. football was moving away from that; it's become more of a one v one, you know, pace, you know, try and make space by using your pace and by using your strength. And Everton went completely opposite way to where football was going. Mm. And that's that's partly why we're still having problems now because the squad is ill suited to what we want to do. Mm. And that's what, and I think he after a couple of games realized that he made a terrible mistake in the squad. Just didn't have the pace to, and mm. he didn't have the nous because I don't think I think he was he's, he's not a bad manager, but I think he didn't have the nous. We go, 
we're going to change this completely and just go, you know, basically get back to basics and he couldn't do so that. So, basically, I mean, it, I, paraphrase. basically, it, I think what what comes out of both interviews is just a lack of leadership in the, in the, in the club mm. from top to bottom yeah, at yeah. the time. Because, as Klassen said, you know, we bought, bought him, which would, Koeman, clearly. It was Koeman, yeah. Wayne, the Bill, club, I think. Bill Kenwright. Yeah, yeah. Convinced Mashiri to mm. buy him, clearly. Yeah, yeah. And then Gilfie Sigurdsson. Maybe Walsh. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't know. But I'd guess it was Cumin again because I don't, I don't think anyone who's got a good eye would spend I don't know, Gilfie's a good player, but yeah, in a certain system. But I wouldn't spend fifty million pounds nearly on Gilfie Sigurdsson. What I would say about Gilfie Sigurdsson, there'd been rumours the back end of the season before that we were buying him so, yeah, he'd been long, so he was, yeah, he'd been long linked. And so, Liverpool had looked at him, I think. I just I find it very, very strange that in that all these different elements were, were coming from all different directions mm. rather than that through line coming from the top which should really be your director of football but I think what comes what come across in that interview is that Steve Walsh hasn't got the persona to be a director of he's football a he's, he's, he's not a he yeah. hasn't got the authority where brands you just look at brands and whether people like brands or not you can see that when he walks into a room that you know the boss is in the room mm. you know he's got that air about him and you, when you look at brands and when you look at Silver I look at those two and I think Brands is his boss. Mm. I see that straight away. That is the case, yeah. And I think that, but I think that's important. I think that's Im- was Walsh's boss, though. That's what I'm saying. That's why I think that's why it never worked, and we ended up with this ridiculous. Because Cumin was always going to be the biggest. Oh, I've won. Well, I've won the European Cup. I captain. I won. I scored the winner. Mm. I scored the winner. I played for Holland in, in Euro, you know, '88 when mm. we won it. I'm, I'm the biggest man in the room here, yeah. and that was part of the problem. I think is that Walsh just. Sort of was the guy just was happy to just walk backwards and where brands I think brands will ha- happily say now was something doesn't work that was my mistake I made that mistake I or what or whatever but I think he would say it and I think so it's difficult at the moment to look at it look look at what's going on now and say oh there's comparisons because I don't I think we're still in it too much with it too, too much in the early stages mm. but that is a lesson to be learned I think what happened there I think you've got to have that clear through line what, what I, I want to know is have we have we learned from those mistakes as a club because quite clearly that's someone I said this on the video you know Brands was Mishiri's first choice he, was, yeah. he refused to come Monchi was his was second and he, he he got a little Which thing which is mad really that Monchi's your second choice at that time when he was coming off those Euro, well I think Euro I think the leagues. problem was he knew about Brands because Arsenal wants a Brands so yeah, he knew right, about yeah. Brands um, and he, Chelsea also had and Chelsea well he turned Chelsea down he, did, United, yeah. he turned United down he turned yeah. United and Chelsea down Arsenal liked them didn't get him so so quite clearly he was in Mishiri's thought process this is what I want a director of football this fella Marcel Brands well Arsenal wanted them United and Chelsea turned them down so he was quite clearly in his thinking, but Brand said straight from the offer, I'm not leaving, I'm happy where I am. So then he went to Monchi, who was the best in the game, and Monchi wanted to come, and he thought he'd had a deal with Monchi and if they pulled it at the 11th hour. That's right, yeah. So, so fair enough. So he then went to Walsh, because Walsh had won the league on a shoestring budget yeah, and all that, yeah, yeah. but Walsh was a... Walsh was the chief scout yeah. and, and assistant, manager. assistant manager or <laughs> assistant first team coach. So he come in unqualified to do the job that we needed them to do. He knew how to see a player in the first year, in year one of the of, of the, the job as well, yeah. which I think is so very important. The job important. had never been done; nothing was in place, and he arrived after the manager. So if Walsh would have been in post and then Cumin come in, you would have been going, "This is Steve Walsh, our director of football, blah, or sporting director, whatever you want to call it, blah, de, blah." But Cumin was already in. He was in with his having, you know, his pancakes and all that, and his trips to Ellesmere Port before Walsh got in. It was red stripe he was having, wasn't it? Or whatever he was having, red stripe should have been here, and he was at the bar giving it all. Well, his his, his intro video was in his villa. Well, exactly. So the commitment wasn't straight off the bat, but Portugal. But But, who cares? You can't get caught in the sun anyway. There you go. Whoa, 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 hang on, hang on, hang on. on. Is there a bit of red? Hang on, you do not get to talk about my people like that. Are you an albino as well? Is he an albino? Well, see, see, look, you're just making it. You're just making accusations. No, so as I was saying, allegedly, as I was saying, the process had already began the wrong way round, yeah. straight off the bat. So, but have we learned as a club? Have we learned? Well, you've got your hands in the air. I'm going to say, is is that not 
it's, I'm not saying, well, you know, I'm not going to say Marco Silva's fucking Ronald Koeman because he's not safe, I swear. <laughs> he's not, he's not Ronald Koeman, is he? But so it was like you, the way you said it, not what you said. Yeah, yeah, but he's not. He isn't Ronald Koeman, though, is he? In the sense that. I don't think he's got the. I don't, I don't think he's got the ego of Ronald, Ronald Koeman. Now, no. you know, Ronald Koeman was one of the greatest footballers ever to play since yeah, half. Yeah. Blah blah blah. But he had an ego, didn't he? And he wouldn't. And I think maybe my brands wouldn't want to have come at the times because probably Koeman and him probably wouldn't have worked well together. No, I, I no think. we didn't like. And, and now you've got Mashiri's choice, which is Marcus Silva, and you've got Brands, who's also Mashiri's choice. But the question is, do they mesh? And obviously, I've, I've raised those questions before about. Marco obviously likes to go back to experienced players when he's under pressure, which is understandable because you don't want to pick players who make mistakes. Mm. But Brands is built in a team that is young and needs to be playing through these but mistakes. I think it's clear to say though that Brand Silver was Brands' choice. You know, he, as had well. the, he had the choice. He had definitely had and the choice. And he had the opportunity. And I still think he, he gave back. him the opportunity to. to and by, all, by all accounts, he still backs him as well. He does. So, but what I'm saying is, I'm I'm more interested in the club as a whole. Have we learned from that? You know because. Is is Marcel Brands really driving all of the bus? No, I don't know. What I would say is, I think over the next six to eight months we'll see. We'll, we'll know more because well, I think first, just I'll just finish, well, fit, because I think the players we've signed, I wouldn't argue with really. No, I don't no, think no. we've bombed on any of the players. No single one, no. Um, so that's a good. Yeah. Whether whether this manager can get everything out of him, I don't know. Whether all of the players fit together, yeah, yeah. I don't know. And only time will tell. And. I think we'll see more behind the scenes, academy wise, and stuff about what brands. Well, that's a good point because, like we've just been saying there, if someone comes in and the person in charge isn't isn't their choice, mm. then straight away there's going to be um, there's going to be an issue. Yeah. People are going to be butting heads. Yeah. Now, Mourinho. That, but no, but that happens at every level. So mm. if you go into the academy and Marcel Brands turns up, and there's already people who've got established jobs who are quite comfy, and listen, I'm not having to go at anyone here. I but, will. But no, no, you won't. <laughs> you won't. Um, but, what, but what I would say is that I think people can find themselves very, very cushy jobs in academies where they don't get tested. Oh, I give you this kid when he was 14. Oh, it's not my fault when he gets to the first team, he's not good enough. Mm. He just didn't develop the way we wanted him to. Mm. And you can go. Wasn't my fault. Oh, and the manager takes all the flack. And you, oh, why didn't he make it? And I think at every academy, you'll get people who are there for years who do an all right job. But when someone comes in and challenges them and asks them to do a little bit more or prove that they should have a job there, I think that's when the issues will come. And you're absolutely right. Until we get through that process in the next 12, 18 months. Mm. Of going not just from the first team but all the way through the academy branch, and yeah. getting all the people out of the club that are just coasting along, mm. you know, I don't know, go turn, go on the bookies in their Everton training gear and go look at me. Oh, oh, you still at Everton? Yeah, coach the under whatever. You know, I know people walking around scouting pictures with the with the coat on and all that. Well, a lot of that ask. No, I know, but that's away. the point. Until yeah. that all goes, and. The, it becomes a, a more professional outfit and it's run the way exactly the way brands want it to run mm. which I don't think it is from top well exactly from top to bottom of the club mm. we're not going to get this harmony all the way through the club and we're, we're sort of at the, in a stage at the moment where we're we're trying to do that and I think that might be upsetting a few people behind the scenes and it might be upsetting other people who mightn't be happy to see their friends go or you know mm. whatever and we need to get that completely done so we can the people Move at the club on. can go, right, we're done now. Mm. I think... I agree totally. I mean, what do you think about... Neville Southall made the point last week about um, the first team should follow the way the academy play. And I thought it was really interesting the way he said it because he said what you're doing is you're establishing the way your club wants to play football mm. through the kids. Mm, yeah, do, so yeah. if you then... He said it's easier almost to get the first team to play like the academy than the academy to play like the well, first team. Well, you build from the bottom up, don't you? That you look at Man City, but three years before they got Pep, they just, obviously they've got Ferran Sariano mm. and Ertzijki Begastrian. I can't say the names, mm. but them two obviously came from Barcelona, and what they mm. did is to entice Pep partly is establish the Barcelona type way, the mm. Pep type way in the academy. 
So by the time now, where we're so many years down the line, then players are coming through now, haven't played Pep system, mm-hmm. knowing that he was going to be the manager and it fits perfectly. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we can't foresight who we want to be the manager because mm-hmm. it changes. However, if you have a set of principles and philosophies, that we, then you can fit the manager to that and fit the club. And that's mm-hmm. what I think Brands wants uh, to do. And that's why it, why it works at, at clubs like Ajax, is that that mm-hmm. philosophy never changes. Same you know, It never, ever changes. So the manager comes in, the manager knows what he's getting. Again, it's the same with the manager at the moment. People who are coming through from the um, under twenty threes now, yeah. are, or, or are trying to come through, they're coming through. They're players who, not so long ago, would have been playing the Martinez system because they would have been playing. They would, no, but the point being is, is that we've had so many different changes and different managers in the last four years. And the club can't catch up fast enough. So there's kids who are you, that, uh, you know if you stick into this philosophy. If we change it every time we get a new manager, then you and you're changing everything below them. These kids have go one year they're playing Martin's philosophy, the next year they're playing Coombs philosophy, you know, and that you've got to have that ethos, haven't you? Which which the manager buys into, or you bring a manager so that because the manager's never going to get the benefits of of what he wants unless he's at the club for four or five years. Mm. It's never going to happen, is he? But the club, I suppose, with having the likes of Marcel Brands or someone like that in that role. The idea is he he is the club. Continuity, yeah. Your manager, you'd like your manager to stay for four or five years because then you're getting stability and the team can develop. But the the reality of that is when you replace him, you replace him with someone who's the same as him so you that do, yeah. they are getting the benefits of it. Don't go Sean Dyche. Yeah. Don't go someone who can play a similar, not, I'm not saying the same, but a similar brand, the mm-hmm. same principles as Silver, you know, you know, maybe better or whatever, you know. But that's the key. And the problem is that the academy at the moment, from a very young age, the philosophy is win everything at them ages mm. now at City they don't now I know City win things and so do Chelsea but the, the actual principle of the academy is not to win at them ages so you don't play to win it? it's development pass and move uh, positional play whatever you want You know, wherever, Manchester mm. United is pa- passing and dribbling for example they're the key principles all the way through and by the mm. time they get to those teams you've also learned a number of different systems they've obviously managers coming in and out mm. trained with different, different types of people and the coaching as well is geared towards that whereas at Everton they play different ways all the way through the age. Now, people go, well, that's good, though, because, you know, they get to learn different styles. But they're playing to win. They're playing, so, they're, so they're cutting corners. You look at the 23s, they miss the midfield out a lot. Basically, to win games, and they play older players in the under-23s. Mm. And basically, they're the oldest team in the league. And that's why, because they're more physically developed, they're more experienced. They beat the Manchester Cities. Are we? Do we look for too much from the academy? Do you think? No, for the twenty. No, no, what I mean by that is... Are we expecting the class of ninety two? No, no, no. 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 Two, I think some people are. It's twofold. I think some get, people you'll are. get one, two, three, yeah. maybe at most every other year. But it's also sad they're also sellable assets. Sellable assets, yeah. Because Liverpool are selling players for six, seven million yeah. who've never, never, sniffed, the ball, never sniffed the first yeah. team, mm. and because it's because they come through the Liverpool academy. Mm. These players are getting you know, moves everywhere. Chelsea. There's a lads, lads playing for Stuttgart that they got off Bolton, Nathan Nathaniel Phillips. They'll probably fix eight million off a championship club next year. Chelsea, Chelsea, yeah. clean, you know they bought players from all over, and all right, they've they've had to pay a price for that. But they sold them on, and it kept the FFP down. City, you know, this is what I get. Do you know this is my biggest issue with the Everton Academy? Is it's not that we're not getting players through because that that's not. There's only a limited amount of good players anywhere, mm. and you've got we're in the northwest, and there's a lot of good teams in the northwest. Yeah. In fact, there's probably smaller concentration of of good team. Uh, there's probably not a smaller concentration anywhere in the world than there is in between Liverpool and Manchester mm. and the northwest. Vying for players, vying for players. So it's always going to be tough. But if you get good players, then what do you do with them? We let them go off on free transfers. It's absolute joke. This is, one of, too long this is one of the yeah, things, uh, their plan has been absolutely abysmal, and I don't know whether whose plan it has been, um, but it's abysmal. I think it's been dictated by whoever runs the academy. It's, it's, I think the club is unhappy for the academy but, to run Well, this is what happens, really, right? This is, this is what mm. happens, right? We get a kid, we, 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 we they look half-promising, mm. so we give them a contract, which is, which is paying them far too much. Yeah. Number one, that takes the hunger out of it for them, I think, personally. Mm. And number two, if you don't stop messing with that bit of metal, I'm going to kill you because <laughs> we've got microphones. Honest to God. <laughs> Honest to God. Come on. Amateur hour here. Come on. Right. Shut off now. And then what that happens, so you don't have that hunger, mm. which I think, even when we spoke to Duncan last week, he was saying, you know, that hunger's not, not necessarily there anymore. Mm. So you get these kids on big contracts and then, 
We're not sending them out on loan anywhere early enough, and we're not sending them places that they're going to play. Shall Virginia is on the bench for mm. Redden. Uh, the kid who's gone to Hull has hardly kicked the ball. He's like just bowler. got in bowler, hasn't he? Just, but he's just well, got in. The it's November. But Pennington. But Pen- the other fella who's... Man, I'm saying Pennington fella, who's 36. Pennington's getting a testimonial. Mm. He's not playing. Mm. Right, so that's another thing we do poorly. Garber Stewart's testimonial. Ja- Garber's still on our books. Oh, Stewart's testimonial. Exactly. He's playing left wing now. Right. And then, so we're not selling them because the wages are on. These clubs probably can't even compete with the wages they're on. The level they're at, they can't afford so to go down to that level. Instead yeah. of instead of instead of trying to offer them up and say, right, hunger, desire, you want to play for us or you want to play for someone else, these kids are just coasting along. They're never getting challenged, mm. and they've already made made a living by the time they're twenty three. And then they're like, well, all right, I'll move there. And Everton should be like. By the time the twenty, Everton should have made the decision. On this it. is this is up and down the country, by the way. I'm not interested I, about up and no, down the I'm country. No, but I'm saying no, but I'm saying the park. It's up and down the country since Inglethorpe and, and, and Klopp's been there. They've mm. made them all a level with, and basically they get to get more money. You bonus basically, and yeah, yeah. you get well, certain bonuses. And Marcel Brands said, is going to do that because he doesn't want pe- a disparity between the top and the bottom in the same team. He wants everyone similar, and people who perform well will get paid. And that's more. the way to the kids. And you know what's worse about kids, right? They, you get to a certain age in your life and you just go, why am I wearing a jumper that costs X amount when I've got a bill to pay, right? But when you're young, it's all about going out. It's, you know, we're all peacocks, aren't we? You know, we're all going out. We're all trying to attract, you know, whatever. And, and we want to look... No, but we want to look good. So imagine you've got, like, a ham, you've got, like, a squad of 18 to 21-year-olds and you're paying one... A fortune, and you and one's driving in in like you know I don't know a modest car. I'm not mm. gonna. I don't know what a modest car is for a ki- for a cat for an. Oh, that's a modest car for a taxi driver. Um, <laughs> and then the another one is is driving in, and he's already got four t- top of the range four by four or something. And you're already you're you. I'm not. People might go, oh, that's good though. That's like you're saying, you know, that's the level. It's not. These are kids. All it'll drive them to is to do, is to try and cut those corners instead of saying. You'll all get to that because you're all going to do it as a team, and that's the that's a big problem I've got with Everton. Ever, uh, no, okay, it's not just Everton Academy. We said we said last week let's 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 create something. You know, the first eleven to get to London, but from Liverpool, they, you can be the starting team. But you have Ken Wright awards exactly. Yeah. Put it on <laughs> put, put it on Channel Five, and you've got a winner. Yeah. So yes. you know, Marcel Brands crack of the whip as he goes exactly. out the You know what I mean? Your phone and twenty quid. Get from Liverpool to London. Let's see who can do it. Come on. So after we end up in Scotland, let's be fair. But wouldn't that be fun? <laughs> no, but you're right. It, it's <laughs> but that a, is a problem. It's about trying to create that hunger and, and trying to create that development. You can't drop off any day. Be, you That's know, once say. you become com- like comfortable in what you're doing, you can earn it. Listen, you can earn you're it. Have a money. good career. Try Everton until you're 23 before you're released. Exactly. Well, yeah. Great no, I feel sorry for Connor because at one time he was a reasonably good player. I don't feel sorry. No, for I, him. he had a lot of bad injuries. He was a decent player at one time. It ruined his career. You know, you do. You people got talent and it goes to waste. You do feel sorry for them. Sorry to say, I do anyway. No, I don't, I don't think it's any fault of his own that he had all well, that. Do you know what? I'm not, I, I don't I'm think not saying it's a fault. No, not for that. Everton, but I think he was but, good enough to be a championship player. Yeah, yeah. Best, but it's yeah. about decision making as well. It's about yeah. You know, we look. <laughs> we were having a chat before about Lewis Gibson. <clears throat> Stuff going on with him, you know, and I personally think he should sign another deal with Everton because mm-hmm. I think he is quite close and it's about development. But some other players who, and I include Morgan Feeney in this, and I like Morgan, he's a lovely lad and all that, down to it, big Evertonian and everything. Nobody is. No, he, he, no sorry, but, I, was just, I was just thinking of something with Lewis Gibson. Yeah, go on, keep but going. for him, he must be, he's 20 now, I think, Morgan. Mm-hmm. 20. Right, nearly twenty-one or twenty. Right, he's twenty-one. So therefore, he's a centre back. He's twenty-one he's years of old. Mason Holgate's twenty-two and is in our first team now. Okay, Mason's not being great. He's been in and out, but at the moment he's playing really well, and he's in. Above, yeah. He's in on on uh, merit at the minute. But even at eighteen, or sorry, nineteen, he played for Everton's first team. <clears throat> Morgan's but, played in Limassol. <clears throat> Under Q, well, went under Allardyce, wasn't it? So that season, and he come on against Atalanta, didn't he? Because Andre yeah. gave him his mm. debut, basically. Other than that, he's had nothing now. And so, I know he had the knee injury, he was out for about five months, six months. But within that, he now has got to be going. If I was him, I'd be thinking, I need to get out and play because I don't know whether I can go any higher than an under twenty three league. 
I don't. Try. He'll want to play for Everton because you never told you, right? We can sit here and go, we're not good enough. We don't know at the moment. Well, he's he never doesn't given the pathway look. to be good enough though because he, he should have been out low. No, but they have to have that desire. Anthony Evans are still playing for our twenty threes. But that's because it's cushy. But, but that's what I'm saying about. But that's what made me think about Lewis Gibson. Then mm. you're saying we'll get to the end of the season, we'll give him a contract, and we'll give we'll go. Oh, we really want you to stay, and we'll give him a nice fat contract. And it's like, and we'll go and sign another centre back. We'll so, we'll go and sign yeah, another contract. And he, I think he's from that generation that wants to play though. Lewis no, I know, but that is not the point. He yeah. does want to play, but he just mm. doesn't. He wants to play, and he knows he's not going to play forever. Well, and and what, so what would you? Yeah, for, well, I, I, before I, I, we move on, what would what, you do with Lewis Gibson? What I do to him? What? I, with him, do no. What I do to him yeah. is, I would uh, I, I would, I would come up with an idea of what he wants to do before. Because at the end of the day, you're just falling into the same trap there. No, but no, no. All right, but just, just hear me out. Just hear me out, yeah, right? Okay. You're just falling into the same trap. You're saying we've got a, we've got someone there who's a good player, right? And you're saying we want you to stay. So you're gonna offer him twenty five grand a week, and then go. What do we do with um, them now? I wouldn't offer them. But that's the, the point. I wouldn't offer them anyway. But, but they will, though. They will because. But they mightn't do because Marcel Brand. Marcel Brand. All right. Mightn't be interested. But someone, they'll that, offer them, right? What they should do is say, we want to offer you a new contract, but it's what we want to do with you. We want to send you to a club in Germany for two years, nice. right? Mm. And we put you on loan for two years and you and you learn and you grow and you play football and then in two years we get the benefit of that. Say he doesn't want that as a player. But then we have to let him go then. Mm. Okay. That, that, no, that honestly, was honestly, because that was what the is point. the point? That was the point of me All you're doing, all you're doing is collecting players for the sake of collecting players. If mm. you don't put a pathway in front of them, which we're not, because we will, we will sign another centre-back. No, of course you will. We might my time on in January. But what I'm saying to you is that my whole point of that is when I said to you, yeah. are we expecting too much from the academy? When you've got a team, and we've said this many times, when you've got a team, an academy team, you're looking at that team and you're going... Two out of this, maybe he'll make it. The rest are fillers. The rest are getting the rest are getting them games, yeah, yeah. right? So we might look at that that under twenty three squad, right? And we might go, Anthony Gordon mm-hmm. got a chance. We can't say he's going to make it because we don't at Everton because we don't know. He's not going to make jump. it at Everton. He a- is Anthony not... Gordon. A- no, sorry, I thought you said Anthony Evans. Then sorry, man. No, no. Just to go on record, right, so, does I'm, not like Anthony Gordon. I'm trying to. <laughs> sorry, Evans. I'm trying to think and listen at the same time. No, it's very difficult. Mate, don't <laughs> just don't multitask. Just listen. Um, so Anthony Gordon. We, and we'll look and we'll go Lewis Gibson mm-hmm. in that fit and out as an outside chance Ellis Sims right, because and yeah so at the most we're saying there's four and you're right? saying two really yeah at the most there's four so, right so Ellis so. Sims we don't know he's his mm, first season we're yeah. unsure Ryan Lassie looks decent but is he really better than John Joe Kenny He's a centre back, but, but he can also. Well, he plays right back, doesn't I he? I hate the way he plays right back. Right, but he right plays back. right. So he's a right back at the moment. He's too small to play. So realistically, right? Realistically, yeah. realistically, out of that squad, we're saying potentially there's two, okay. and one of them is Lewis Gibson, well, and that's why okay. I'm saying to you, he may right. be offered the contract okay. rather than stockpile six of them. One of them maybe off. Okay. The other one is in. You've got those four, right? Yeah, yeah. If you you got those four right now, mm. and you go, there's a chance you're gonna uh, gonna make it at Everton, right? Mm. Then surely your next decision, your very very next decision is, we have got to find a club for these players yeah. right now. No, no. We know they're great, so here's a big contract and just keep playing no, for the other listen, No, I know, but that's, the, that's what's yeah, been happening. No, but you're, you're no, no. misinterpreting no, what I'm not, saying. No, I'm not. I'm not misinterpreting what you're saying. I'm not misinterpreting what you're saying. I'm show, I'm telling you what they do. Yeah, yeah. They they pick, they do that all. This is what Evan mm. have been doing for the last have few years. Have been doing, yeah. Have been doing. They get, four, they get every player that they think is good mm. and go, you're great. They wait they give them a contract, mm. let them play for the under twenty three years, wait then another couple of years mm. and then say, Right now go and look. It's like John Joe Kenny. The minute they seen John Joe Kenny in that under twenty threes, they should have gone, right, send this lad on loan right he now. He wasn't Brands wasn't in then. Oh, no, I, no, I agree, no, but, but the problem is still even this season. Still there though. So you go to the end of the season, you win that trophy, you go, right, Morgan Feeney, Dennis Adnan, whether you think they're good enough or not. 
They should have been sent out alone, even just to raise the I price. I thought it was going to happen this yes. season. Yes. I, I, I thought this season, I thought this season, the under-23s was going to be full of 18 and 19-year-olds. And I thought Feeney would be gone. I thought Charlie would be gone. I thought Evans would be gone. I thought half of them would be gone. And they're all still playing. Feeney. What makes it worse is, Umani Oh, my God. Umani Asso playing for you. Now, Umani might be playing because... Why don't we know why he's playing? He may be playing because to get him games, get him goals, and then Jang That's unacceptable. Take him. That's unacceptable. Take him. I'm sorry, but that's unacceptable. Okay. No, but that's seen him. Never knows. Exactly. (laughs) It's unaccept. This is the problem Everton have got. Is that we're like we hoard. Remember that fell on the like the life of Grime. We're holding <laughs> players for no reason. What we're saying, we're going, you're good, you're a good mm. player, or we'll keep you, give you 25 yeah, yeah. grand. No, what they're no, not no. saying is, it's like Dow. Dow shouldn't be anywhere near Everton Football Club anymore. Mm. Someone should have made the decision and gone, son, you're not good enough for us. You're not. There's people out there who think he is. But he's not. He's not. And if he was, he'd be playing for pissing in the championship like Tingio was for, um, uh, what's his name, plays Eilish. a fun for Chelsea now. Exactly. And Harry Wilson they, was for that. They're showing you. Those players are showing you if you're good enough or mm. not. If they're pissing it in the championship and they're scoring mm. 20 goals or and bending free kicks top corner, that's selling well, Dowell, you. It'd be a start if Dowell actually got a game. Exactly. Well, no, Dowell's chance, right? Dowell's not for Everton, but in general, to be to be like, something as a football, like you can still be. But was that not the season at Nottingham Forest where he had under Mark Wall and he scored like nine flying. or ten goals yeah, pre Jan? And then Cranky came in and it all ended the forum. And then after because that, someone asked him to do some hard work. Well, no, he came back and it all stalled for him. And now he's in that. He played with Derby under twenty ones tonight. And let me be honest here, I you know it's over for him. Dallas. It's over. He made over. the the minute he made the decision to go to Sheffield United rather than Rangers. Was, for me, it was. I'm not that, that for me. Hang was, on, but that for me was the moment when I knew whether he hang on, go on. whether he had the bottle right because what he should have done. He should have gone with Steven Gerrard because Steven Gerrard, like him, hate him, whatever, right, is someone who demands it out of you, right? And going and playing, all right, it's Scotland, so it isn't amazing. But playing in front of Rangers fans, you have got to, you've got to produce. You have got to produce. It's a fishbowl. It's a difficult environment. Exactly, he would have had to grow. For me, for me, it was over the moment he played that Southampton game in the League Cup last season. I watched them. And he looks looked nowhere near it. Do you mean when he sat in the stands for, 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 for eight, you know, eighty minutes, <laughs> and then came back out to the ball? It was, it was, it was, it was embarrassing. No, it was no, it's not like about Kieran Dowler. He's just, it's a, he's a product of a bad system. Let's be honest. But he's here. not though. He's, he's, a, just, he's, he's not, No, hang on. Players, talents are the same. Players have got never... to. T- no, no. I, 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 players have got to take responsibility and decide. John Joe Kenny this season has decided. He's looked at his options he's and 22. gone. He's looked at his options and gone. I could go to Schalke playing the Bundesliga and be in the team week in and week out and he's done it he played against Bayern Munich mm-hmm. give a penalty away mm. and from that and he's just gone I'm on to buy that I've just given a penalty with one of the best teams in the league and I'm going to, and that means I've got a role mm. and he has what's and, been allowed to do learn from his mistakes but that's the point exactly but people like this is what I'm saying no, people like Kieran Dowd there's no making excuses for him he's had opportunities you say at Forest he was doing well he was and then someone come in and ask them to work hard for him, and he wouldn't. And it's Kieran Dow will never be an Everton first team player. It will never be. Uh, But that's the point, is that the club have got to start making these decisions. Mm. And why aren't they seeing it right now? Why didn't they begin the season? they just gone, we don't think you're good enough. So we're letting you go. Let's be honest, there's still an air of sentimentality about the youth team. It's nice. It's not nice. It's not nice. It's not nice. Not for football, but it is in theory. Because I never think that sentimentality should play an issue in mm. football. This is why I used to say we should probably get rid of Leighton Baines and people like that. And mm. I know that's sacrilege to a lot of people, but football's not a sentimentality business. Mm. It's, a, it's a results business. And, bringing it back to the academy, Gary Charlesley's 55 years old. Mm. And he, and well, Robert, fair enough, well, I'm, I'm train well, with the I'm team. Gonna give you one, him, I'm going to give you one name once you've said let, this. Let him train. Right, Ozzy Baxter. No, let no. Him train. no, no, I'm going to give you let one him, name. Let him train. Well, I know what you're going to say. Let him train. With the academy, by all means, but you don't have him playing in front okay. of lads who potentially could yeah, yeah. play in front of him. Right, who am I thinking of? Bill Kenwright. No, come on, what name? Don't give me a name. I don't know, go on, tell me go that. On, no, go on, you told me you were going to tell me. I thought you were going to see Bill Kenwright. Like John Lundstrom. John Lundstrom. Right, told to leave Everton, wasn't good enough. Mm. Right, dealt with it, come back through the through the leagues, is now playing the Premier League, and looks a Premier League player. Mm. Adam Forshaw at Leeds, done the same thing. Right, had very very good careers. Mm. Everton isn't the be all and end all for these kids, mm. right? 
Shane Duffy, another one, very good. Played last night for Ireland, excellent. Mm. Right? Yeah, you've got to, if you want these kids to survive, you've got to be truthful and you've got to be honest and you've got to be brutal. Otherwise, all you're doing is fatten them up for under 23's footy. They're not going to make it. Mm. And if they're not going to make it with, for us, like you said before, at least give them a chance to make it for somebody else. So we make some money off them. Create footballers, and, and you have to make that decision. But our twenty threes should predominantly be eighteen and nineteen. Our eighteen, our eighteen should predominantly be sixteen and seventeen year olds. Our sixteen should be fourteen and fifteen year olds. Really? Because now this year you've got Gordon. Who play for our under threes? Choose Gordon okay, Ashley. And a couple year. of threes just for experience. And embryo Gibson. Yeah. Gibson's in the second year, so Gibson should already be out on loan because it's second year in the under twenty under twenty mm. threes. Now you want Morgan's third, fourth, Feeney, fifth but year. But apparently he's going out on loan in January. Morgan. Why on loan? No, why? Well, I don't know. Well, listen, it's got to be somewhere. The club are going to make it. This no, you can't no, get rid of them. Why all. then? No, I, like this. Just the whole our team would. should have went out on loan. Or set to set to a club. We'll, we'll take fifty percent. Put it this way. Put it this way. Just get rid of them. Put it this way. Nobody who played in that first year of the under twenty threes winning the league should, be should still, still be at Evan. If they're or, not in the first or if they're not in the or if they're not in the first team. They should and not the be the player that is in the first team is probably the best one. They should not be in the Evan. Oh, uh, they should not be one. Evan employees unless they're in the first team by now. Because if they haven't made it by now, they are never ever gonna make well, it. They'll be like 21, 22 months exactly. it's, 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 get rid of all this sentimentality. You know what the problem is? That thing going around that Premier League. Debuts don't come to you twenty two or twenty three. So I that's in people's at, minds and going. This, and going. I looked at this though. If you don't play in the first team at eighteen, or if you're not on loan by eighteen or nineteen, you're very rarely make it a top Premier League player. Mm. So, but you know what? The, you know what the main thing I think about all of this is. It's it's that hunger though. It's that thing mm. we've been talking about. It's the hunger because yeah. they get to eighteen. Then they get in the under twenty three years, and then they sit in the under twenty three years, and they're going down to play at boss training grounds, and mm. now they're playing at first team grounds, and they're going on the coach, and they're all trackied up, and look, I'm an Everton playing. They're throwing a they look at someone like David Hennon. David Hennon would be look. You you went on like his Instagram when he was the, at Everton the on the, Bel- the Belgian Ronaldo. But if you went I'm on his like you think he was. But if you went on the like his Instagram when he played for the under twenty three years, he didn't even play for the under twenty years that much. No. You went on and looked at his Instagram. You t- you would think he was Ronaldo. Mm. Oh, Nike just sent me these boots. Thanks very much. And he's driving. Around. And you were like, lad, you got signed because it because it made the, the Lukaku yeah, yeah. move a little bit smoother it's for everybody. Product, right. yeah, yeah. And that's the problem for me. It's, it's that this, they get so much so early. And this isn't like, oh, I'm an old man. I'm, it's the hunger. It's the desire. Richarlison moving from another country, not speaking English. Go, mm. You had to go to Wofford. Wofford of all places. Come Big on. Gap. You know what I mean? How many it's times? Gap. How many times can you go round Harry Potter world? Come on! What else is there? Well, I'll leave on this. Is Thomas Tuchel when he was here, Mainz's youth coach said he wanted the buses, wanted the tracksuits, yeah. the flights, mm. everything. And he said when he became a first team manager, he instantly thought, "I've made a terrible mistake yeah. here because these can't problem solve themselves. They're not. Yeah. There's no, no. one." There. Ronald Koeman for anything he did said when he came to Everton, he basically just went, "Build a wall, please." He just went. They. Sorry, did you say Ronald Koeman? Well, they've got the same hair. <laughs> yeah. um, he basically said those academy players do not come in here, and the all all the first team players they had the canteen, and it used to be just the canteen that basically anyone could walk into. Now they've got this dead fancy. The first team this has got this dead fancy room upstairs where no one can go in unless you're a first team player. It's got its own little office for the first team secretary to deal with any problems, and the academy players do not get near them now because Koeman said. Your academy players, you earn the right to be up there. You don't come in here with your flip flops on and you and you you know you because that's the thing they've got all the training kits on so they look exactly the same. You've got all the flip flops on and they're walking around. You went, no, no, you earn that. You earn that, and that's that's something I think I would take from Cooper. Academy on the trackies then. Give them a different colour. Yeah. No, but listen, it is we don't, beige. Don't, don't come <laughs> to saying, of CBBs don't come to saying the same thing about responsibility and about desire and about having too much too soon. And it's right, it's absolutely right. And, and until I don't know how it'd go back because Well, Phil Neville was talking about Valencia and because his son Harvey was in the academy there while mm. he was over there coaching. He said the Valencia made them all get the train or the coach to, to games. The you know, they went to school. Now, mm. Everything's been taken away from that, you know. Like, I know they didn't always, but lads could play mates for footy with the mates. I know the, the clubs frowned upon it, but they could. They mm. could play in the streets 
oh that's gone now they only play football when they go to that academy yeah it's 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 all wrong and it's it's how do we get from Steve Walsh? Well, Marcel Brands, it's all well, we'll just talk about the whole. <laughs> and, the whole and I think Marcel Brands in the summer will change quite a lot about Everton. Mm-hmm. And Hopefully, we'll we, you know, and we'll, we'll, we'll come out with better on the other so side. So, basically, to sum up that first part, Marcel Brands is better than Steve Walsh. And Harlem was never offered to Everton. There you go. Okay, there you go. Uh, according, according to the PIV. There you go. Yeah. That's what he says. There you go. All right. Have we games weekend? Yeah. In part two, we will be talking about said game. Norwich City at home. Happy days. We'll be back in a minute. Coleman's mustard. Thanks for downloading the Toffee TV podcast. But did you know we put all our shows out as podcasts? Head over to patreon.com forward slash Toffee TV EFC and you'll find all the latest shows available as podcasts exclusively for Patreon subscribers. So if you need to find all the latest ever news, conversations, stats, match previews and match reviews as easily downloadable podcasts at your convenience, head over to Patreon. Welcome back to part two of the Toffee TV podcast. Norwich City, Saturday at home, presents a fantastic opportunity for Everton to get back-to-back wins for the first time this season. Yeah, I was trying to think then. When was the last time we got back-to-back it's wins? Last season, something. Well. <laughs> when was the last time we got back-to-back wins? March, wasn't it? Was it March? Yeah, well, yeah, because we, yeah, yeah, we had like the runners. They call yeah, it. But we were like we beat Cardiff and Drew with Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, but we beat West Ham away, and then we won the own game. That's yeah. that's so so that, so that March. Yeah, March. Chelsea wasn't it? Or something. That was the last time. Chelsea didn't we? No, no. Beat them. Beat them home. Anywho, so I mean, Norwich City, and I mean, you know, that presents a fantastic opportunity, but. Yeah, open as anything at the moment. Yeah. yeah, they've had the they started the season reasonably well. Obviously, they beat Manchester City. They give Liverpool, I would say, a test, but they you know they, they made Liverpool's defence look a little soft that night. Mm. And but since then, they've they've really struggled. The Pookie party, of course, has ended. But he did where he got Finland. Don't, don't say that. Mate. He's just scored for Finland. No, I was just going to say Finland got qualified for the first time in I think forty or fifty mm. years. So good for them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it, it presents a great opportunity because. This is the, probably the most open team in the league in terms of leading goals. We do usually do well against teams mm. that play, come onto us, which Norwich, because of the style of playing, Daniel Farker is a coach who kept his principles from the Championship, and everyone's got the different opinions on whether you should try I mean, and be a bit he more. He does look like a Bond villain, though. He does. He talks mm. like a Bond villain yeah. as well. Um, but yeah, I think it's I, I, realistically, I think that they're really soft at the back. Mm. Ben Godfrey's got a lot of potential. Still wondering whether you know he's still got a lot, lot to develop into to become a good Premier League centre back, and then they've got a you know a host of other players who played it. You know, I think Grant Hanley is not good at all, he's the captain, and they've missed um Zimmerman as well. Who's been and out. they got Max Adams, Max Adams is at right back, Jamal yeah, Lewis, who left, they're a good player. Good they, got some good, they've got some really good celebrable assets that they'll probably lose at the end yeah. of the season if they go down. They're but basically, training players up this year for other teams. Well, Wendy is a good player, Pookie, obviously, you know, they've got some nice players, that, but. I, I just think they're a bit. They haven't got. The, they haven't got a big wage belt, really. I've mm. listened to. Two Only podcasts. spent one point five in the summer. Yeah, didn't they so. brought in Amadou as a as a loan deal, and I think what a what a fantastic song you must have. <laughs> anyway, bottom yeah. of the league, seven points, yeah, nine goal. defeats in twelve games. Well, only won two games, and City. one of them was Manchester City. But which is mad. And was Newcastle mm. minus seventeen. Uh, for me, yeah. For me, I think what we've got to do is. And you know you wouldn't expect anything less, of course. You've got to go out and be professional and 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 turn up, be at them straight from the out the gate. And I don't think I think as well though this is a f- fans have got to turn up on Saturday yeah. and not just be like, well, it's knowledge will win this game, yeah. you know, because you know we, these are the games that we haven't been winning that we need to start winning. So yeah. don't treat them like oh we'll just turn up and win. Mm. Turn up like we expect to see the players. Go at them, but don't be sitting there on your hands just being like, "Well, you know, entertain us." Mm. Every this is a game where you think, "Right, this is a big game for us. Win this, back to back wins. Difficult, you know, um, month coming up." But you you go in it if you can go into that month off the back of a couple of wins, then it makes a hell of a difference. Well, one win off fifth place, you know, and, and that's the way you look at it. You've got to. You've got to say, you know, we 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 win at the weekend. We'd have won five out of thirteen. It's looking better all of a sudden. You know, it was three out of, of yeah. eleven. So you have to look at it like that. You you're gonna be what we're in touching distance of the European places if they win on Saturday mm-hmm. night. You know, and we have got a big big month coming up in December. Of course, with two really horrible away games, Leicester and Liverpool. But 
going into Leicester on the back of two victories mm-hmm. is a much different proposition. Leicester will be open because that's the way Rodgers yeah, plays. Yeah, yeah. So again, opportunities on the counter. So we, if we can come out and put them on on the back foot straight away, you don't want to see us come out and. Just keep the ball and knocking it round. I want to come There's out. That's have a game though, will it? Because no, but it's what Everton do though. It won't be because yeah. they'll be open. They'll be coming on to us. See, we've so got to fly at them. Yeah, it will do. And hopefully, it'll be like the West Ham. Uh, game. I'm open to plays out. That, I mean, yeah. you mentioned the you know Pookie is a good striker, great finisher, and if we give him opportunities, you know, punish them, he so. can take I'll them. Play but, <laughs> but that that you know that that's their main danger man and obviously to be working on that come back off the back of an international weekend it's not not always great but mm. we are at home and you know we did but last time we played west ham when we come off the back of an international weekend and mm. we played really well in that game got an, an early early lead and obviously finished it off late but it would just be lovely to have sort of a nice routine Win at Goodison Park. The things that we used to do all the time that we haven't been. Not saying we don't. We obviously we do win a lot of games at home. It's our bread and butter. But just that nice routineness of it. We where hard work a lot of the time. Well, that, teams. That's what I'm saying. Where you turn up and in the first 15 minutes, you you're you're basically saying to the other team, nah, there's no point today, lads. Because mm. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna score early Slow and then we're gonna. What what Liverpool have been brilliant at. For a couple, for a, for a few years now, under Klopp, and they were good at it under Rodgers as well. Was these are the kind of games they'd have, they'd be three nil up after half an hour yeah, because traps, yes. out, boom, straight on, yeah. yeah, and they make you feel. And we we used to do a bit more. We weren't as clinical as other teams, but what we would do with we pin them back immediately, and then that doesn't allow you as an away team to get into the way you're playing. Too often at times, Everton have been slow out the traps, and the away teams been popping it off, getting it back, and after ten minutes. The crowd are a bit bored, and they're in the game then, and and we're trying to get up to the level, and they're comfortable. Whereas it must be nothing worse than going out as an away team. The home teams all over yeah. you. The crowd are bouncing. They're having shots, and you're hang, you feel like you're hanging on because when you feel like you're hanging on, and we saw this with West Ham, they started just giving us the ball all the time because they were under that much yeah. pressure. We also this is the thing that we don't we don't need to control the game because Everton at the best this season. When we're not doing the five and the pass it, yeah. nonsense, oh. and the more these have the ball, no, no, hold on, no, the more, no, 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 go on, go on, control, but yeah, there's control. But I'm talking about this side to side, bring, no, let yeah. them have the ball and come out. A bit. We don't need seventy percent. No, we don't. Do we? No, I, I agree with some of that, but I, but I don't want to agree with all of it. I think with the whole team, and well, you're right, we shouldn't just be passing the ball around the back, but we should be controlling the ball against these. But but you when when you control the ball, you do it with purpose. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I think against Southampton. I think if we play like we did against Southampton, but because we're at home, we won't have. Hopefully, we won't have that slackness in our play and drop off like we did after the second half. That's what I'm looking for: purpose in your play. And you're right; you don't don't need twenty on passes between the, the centre backs. But I still want to see us control the ball. Yeah, I don't want lines, Norris, yeah. I don't want Norris to have the ball at all. I want no, it to be all I, us, but I want it to be with purpose. If they do get the ball though, and this is what we're against West Ham, I know West Ham didn't have the ball a lot, but they start the ball enough where we could could counter press them and mm. win the ball back high. Want it back high. Yeah. I don't want a situation where we're pinning Norwich in and we're trying to break them down. I want them to come out. I'm not saying I want them to attack, but I want their players not sitting on the edge of this box. Mm. You need to create space. Obviously, we're not great to create I, our own space. We need them to help create space. Again, no, I, I I've got to disagree with that because I want to start seeing this Everton team because I know where you're coming from team, but it, we've got to become that team because if we don't we won't become a team I that think can... Marcus Silva's that manager well, either I know but it, regardless of that if we don't become a team that can beat teams that don't want to play against us we are never going to no I, I know but what I'm saying is we will never become a top six team mm. if we can't beat teams who don't want to come out oh, you, can't rely, you can't rely on teams coming to Goodison Park and going guess what lads we're going to have a game against you today because a lot won't we've got to win the games like Sheffield United yeah. and I know this won't be that kind of team but if these decide to sit in and we can't break them down then we've got bigger problems I think, I, I think what Andy I think what Andy's saying is you know, this will be a different style of team. They're not a team that's gonna sit. If they do sit, we've we've struggled, and and you don't want to see that. I know what you're saying. You're saying we've got to get that good at what we do. That it doesn't matter what yeah, system, whatever system you're playing, we're gonna break you down. And that what will happen with this and this the way Everton should play should work against any team. Yeah. And that is having runners from midfield, mobility, getting Tom Davis forward passing, get a Wobie. I'd like to see a Wobie back in there with Davis. And, and if it's Schneiderlin or Delft, pick your, like you know, I'm hoping, I'm praying 
that Bernard's fit yeah, yeah. because he gives us that extra little dimension off the left hand side. Know, but, but you know, we'll see if it is. Otherwise, leave the Charles from where he is, but play Woby Central anyway. Yeah, yeah. Get at them because I think if you had if Don come back in for that, because Jen Tolson's missed Turkey games through injury, so he's not I, fully fit. Do you not think Richarlison go up front? If, if, if I don't know back. because I think Dom. I think Dom's game, capable. It, he may do. May. He may listen. He may well do. But what I'm saying is, if he's got, do you think he's going to drop Walcott? No, no. no Walcott's playing. I so what I'm saying, Walcott if Bernard, if Bernard's fit, then Richarlison may play yeah. through the middle. But what I'm saying to you is, if he isn't, bad. you've got the mix of Dominic Calvin. But what we have to have is movement. Mm. Uh, it'll come from our fullbacks, and I think for Schneid, if Schneiderlin plays, particularly in this game, we really should be able to play. Three at the back, three, essentially. Three yeah. at north seven. Yeah. Almost <laughs> because our fullbacks will be bombing right on, which they should be doing. And then what you're looking for then is what we had very well against West Ham. Is that Walcott cup tucking in yeah. and whoever's off the left, if it's Bernard, you know, Bernard that day was tucking in. And then that enables us to get round them and be busy moving. But if you've got a Woby and you've got uh, Tom Davis splitting them and breaking forward, that'll give us the opportunity to, to put these to bed. And, and if Everton do it right... These are that open, and I've seen these enough give up ridiculous number of chances. Aston Villa put five past these. Yes, yes, yes. Aston Villa with Wesley. Wesley even scored past them. Score past them. Uh, well, <laughs> exactly. So, therefore, there's an opportunity mm. for Everton at the weekend to put in a good display and win the game convincingly, and that gives everybody a boost. It boosts the manager, it boosts the fans, and more importantly, it boosts the players. I agree with the Schneiderland thing, because if you watch the Southampton game, yeah. That was what he should do. Nothing, nothing expansive. Nothing else. No. Get it. Just, just screen, it just screen, else. screen, screen. Drop in as a third centre back when we've got the when we're out of the pitch. Don't do anything else. That's it. Mm. The problem with all the time when Schneiderman's playing for Evan is some. I don't know if it's him or whatever happens. He seems to end up trying to get involved, trying to break teams down. He can't do that. No. His role is just to screen, and then it allows then those sent those fullbacks just to get eye. I think yeah. Stevie get whether he was told to or not to be yeah, honest with you. Of course, but Afro man, any? Well, I'm also I'm also you know it'd be good to see Sadibi against the team with a bit more have a bit more space. I think because I think he can help us at break teams. Yeah, definitely. His passing ability is yeah. brilliant. As we seen the assist in the last game for the and winner. And you've got Colgate at the back then to get your house. Like, did you counter mm-hmm. attack? And that's why. I think it's probably better, whatever you think of Hulk, he adds a bit of balance because that pace where he can cover yeah. the space no, he can. in it right back behind Sadidi, yeah. and that's important. He's doing really well, and that him and Mina have been, have been excellent. I think it's an important it, it's an important game because if we can get three points, mentally get up the table a little bit, yeah, yeah. and then stop. I think that in the last few weeks, we've all been looking, even though it's early, we've all been looking at the table going, oh, this... This is this this doesn't look good mm. and, and and mentally that must be tough going into a game thinking oh if we don't get the three points in this game we're right back down there and you're just trying to get that momentum just to get away from it so when you playing games you're not always mentally not always thinking oh if we don't win this game that's going to drop us back down again you want to be in a position where you're thinking yeah but if we win this game we can be in the top six or we can be top seven mm. and it, you keep on looking to get into those into that next group of teams. Because while you're in the bottom tier or bottom part of the, the league, you can only go so far, and that's why back-to-back wins are so important. I mean, you know, if you can, if you can get like three wins in a row, it makes God. You well, can change your season. Also, you if we on the ball pre that, what people deem is a tough yeah. run, maybe it mm. won't because Everton do tend to play better against teams that are more attacking. But that's the key, and it also gets the fans. And you know, whether you agree like Marco Silva or not, I think uh, uh, the, the team and him not being under pressure is better for everyone. And then you look at it at the end of the season. Then if you want to go there, rather than every game, you know, it's up no, and exactly, down. Exactly, you, exactly. Just don't just want that. Just you need to just forget about Marco exactly Silva. He's the manager. Get behind him. But what I would say is, if we were to win at the weekend, we'd have a ten-point lead over Norwich. They were bottom. Yes. So that's what you. No, but listen. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. You, you have to be looking at but, this because we've got it, we've got a tough thing yeah. coming up. You know, Southampton. Uh, I've got eight points. Go to Arsenal. Yeah. You'd expect Arsenal to win yeah, that. Yeah. So then that'd be nine points ahead of them. And you know, West Ham. They've got a, a. They play Spurs, and that's a tough game. Maybe it's raw. You know, so teams down there who were around you, Watford and Burnley. You know, what about the teams above? What about the teams above? Well, of course. Listen, Come Liverpool, on. Palace. Liverpool play Palace at Palace. It's not an easy game. Liverpool would win that. Brighton have got Leicester. You'd expect Leicester to win there. So or or it's raw. Bournemouth and Wolves could be a draw. So Everton can Everton could find themselves quite comfortably in the Everton top. Could be one of the best fixtures we can Exactly. Make. So in the top ten at the weekend. 
with big gap again away from the bottom three. So a couple of weeks ago, we're worrying. We're worrying last game that Southampton, who were in the bottom three, would go level with us. So after this weekend, we could conceivably be nine and ten points. So that immediately, as a player, you look and then you start going, right, who's above us? There's two points. Yeah. We go into Leicester. Now, don't forget December. Leicester, Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, United. Mm. It's horrific on paper, on one hand. Right, on one hand. But on another hand, who's to say we won't beat. I'm quite confident we'll beat Arsenal at home. I'm quite confident. Leicester, Liverpool are in form. I think we'll beat Chelsea at home. I really do, because I think they'll be open. It'll be tough, but I think we can beat them. Who's to say we don't nick a point at Leicester? We don't nick a point at. So we could end up with those fixes like last season where everyone was going, we've lost all them, they're going to be bottom. You could come out with two wins, two draws, and two defeats or something, and you're going. We're three points I, off I Europe at the end of the end of the year. I think it's more over in December. It's just the amount of games the amount we've of got, games and that, 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 that injuries as well. That just well, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That, that you look at it and you just. Well, we've got we've got two home games: no, Arsenal on 21st, and then a five day break for Burnley. And then we've got Burnley. Last and then year we, we had two. And then days. we've got Newcastle. Burnley yeah. is a Boxing Day present. Boxing Day and at home, that's not the worst <laughs> three games you want over Christmas, is it? Arsenal home. Burnley yeah. at home and Newcastle away that's not that Neutral, bad yeah. and okay new, uh, we've got Man City New Year's Day well that's just the way it is that, that's out yeah, the way then the that's out the way but then, then you, what you've done is then you've played City twice yeah. by January the 1st and they're gone and that's then good. you're into the second. You give them the points that they needed. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so we've done our bit for the yeah, champions. Exactly. So we've done our bit for the country, let's be honest. So yeah, we're into yeah. the second half of the season then. And if you're like that, in touching distance, you know, four, five, six yeah. points even of Europe, yeah. that's your eight. Forget about that then. You start going, they're our eight. They're the team we're chasing. And those horrible yeah. fixes are out the way. Who's used to say Everton don't win four of those seven well, I games. Some of them are going to, I think the top four, I think Leicester are going to find, I, I think what's going to happen, I think there's a point of overrating Leicester now. I've, you know, don't get me wrong, I was, I thought they'd be good before they'd start this season, but there's a point now where people are going, you know, Brodgers for this job. And that momentum, job. isn't and it? It is, but I think what's going to happen is, and this happened under Everton and Martinez, second season, teams are going to go, we can't play, we can't play open against these, we're going to sit in, and let's see Jamie Vardy score when teams sit in, don't yeah, give him space. No that, space behind. You know, Leicester when they played they won the title, teams did still didn't do that against yeah. them for whatever reason. That's People need to give them down. a little bit of respect now because they're yeah. flying, they're playing yeah, yeah. brilliantly. Vardy's playing brilliantly, Shieldans, and I yeah. think if they if teams do start sitting in against them, they find it difficult. Yeah, they, right. Listen, they got they've had unbelievable good fortune yeah, as well yeah, so well, far. Yeah. They were VAR. You know, got the a victory against Burnley, but yeah, they should never right, have got because yeah. of VAR. And, that, and Burnley had sat in and made it difficult yeah, yeah, for them yeah, that day. So can I just I say think, we're playing Norwich? No, we were just talking about the whole league. But I think <laughs> you know, for Saturday for us, we it's the just about that. It's about trying to get that momentum. Mm-hmm. I think, and Definitely. if Everton, you know, if Everton win at the weekend, we've won four home games this season out of six. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, seven we drew with Spurs. So we've won more than fifty percent of our home games. Yes, we want that to be higher, but. It's all about that momentum, and then it becomes the away games. Then, and it always will be we've because generally we've got that. That's that's <laughs> one. all right for six months. Yeah. No, but that's one thing out no. the way. No, isn't but it? we need to get that hump off our back because that's a mill over you know. Oh god, every time. Mill over you never. A millstone round his neck. Millstone round his neck. Yeah, I was still dealing with the monkey hump. off the back. Millstone round his neck. You're throwing them all out here. He's got the hump. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what. Anywho, the phrase no, but, being but phrases. Like, I'm just, can we just be quiet now because I just want to finish. Okay, come you on. I want to finish. He's bored, I think. Come on, mate. Pucky. Pucky pies. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, we need coffee. Um, okay. There you go. Thanks for listening to the oh, coffee. TV. I mean, that was fairly oh, abrupt. No, 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 because you two are going on like, buzz, like buzz talking Ellington. like nonsense. You've just been buzzed. Absolutely bazzed nonsense. Buzzed off. Yeah, he was a good player. Good centre forward. Then buzzed off. He still is. Still right. like Frankfurt. He's doing well in Germany. Right, let's uh, let's we're round. Let's finish. We're finishing. Podcast is done. Uh, don't forget to check out our Duncan Ferguson too because it's very good. Goodbye. If you haven't heard. Um, so here's the three points on Saturday against Norwich. Whoa! Here's two three points. That's me saying here's two three you can't points. Have two points. Three. Oh my god! You talk See you later. Auto, auto nonsense. On that note, if you want the video of this podcast, because you might want it, because because you'll get to see us talking nonsense rather than just hearing us talking nonsense. Mm-hmm. That is on Patreon. Oh, check out the Duncan Ferguson video. Have you just said that? I, I did just say. Well, it. I'd just like to say that it's a really great interview. Just as, as a bipartisan. Oh, okay. I think it was really good. You, you just don't agree. He was great, wasn't he? He was my yeah. and that's, that's what it's about. Uh, you they, know, I just want to see the only season configs on the outside. I'm just I'll, I'll finish, I'll finish. You get to see the inside of him on this video. Yeah, you do. Lovely <laughs> yeah. scar. So there you go. 
But no, it was. It was really great interview. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, thank you very much. On that note, I mean, it wasn't us, it was him, but thank you. There you go. The podcast will be back next week, but there's loads of videos. Check them all out on uh, on Patreon on YouTube. Thanks for Bye. listening and watching on Patreon. Bye. Bye.